ಶ್ರೀದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತಿಸುದೇಶಿಕೇಂದ್ರೈಪಾಯನ ಸೂತ್ರಕೃತ ಮುನೀಂದ್ರಂ ಶ್ರೀಶಂಕರ ಭಾಷ್ಯಕೃತ ಯತೀಂದ್ರಂ ಮದ್ದೇಶಿ ಕಂಚಾಪಿ ನಮಿ ವಿತ್ಯೈ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾದಿಭ್ಯೋ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮವಿದ್ಯಾಸಂಪ್ರದಾಯಕರ್ತೃಭ್ಯೋ ವಂಶಋಷಿಭ್ಯೋ ಮಹದ್ಭ್ಯೋ ನಮೋ ಗುರುಭ್ಯ ಸರ್ವೋಪ್ಲವರಹಿತ ಪ್ರಜ್ಞಾನಗಣ ಪ್ರತ್ಯಗರ್ತೋ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮೈವಾಹಮಸ್ಮೀ ಪಾರ್ಥಾ ಪ್ರತಿಬೋಧಿತಾರಾಯಣ ಸ್ವಯಂ ವ್ಯಾಸೇನ ಕ್ರತಿಥುರಾನುನಿ ಮಧ್ಯೆ ಮಹಾಭಾರತ ಅದ್ವೈತಾಮೃತವರ್ಷಿಣೀ ಭಗವತೀ ಅಷ್ಟಾದಶಾಧ್ಯಾಯಿನೀ ಅಂಬತ್ವಾಮನುಸಂದಧಾಮಿ ಭಗವತ್ ಗೀತೆ ಭವತ್ವೇಷಿಣೀ ನಮೋಸ್ತು ವ್ಯಾಸವಿಶಾಲಬುದ್ಧೆ ಉಲ್ಲಾರವಿಂದಯತಪತ್ರೇತ್ರಯಾರತೈಲಪೂರ್ಣ ಪ್ರಜ್ವಾಲಿತೋ ಜ್ಞಾನಮಯ ಪ್ರದೀಪ ಪ್ರಪನ್ನ ಪಾರಿಜಾತೈಕಪಾನೇ ಜ್ಞಾನಮುದ್ರಾ ಕೃಷ್ಣಾಯ ಗೀತಾಮೃತದುಹೇ ನಮಃ ಸರ್ವೋಪನಿಷದೋ ಗಾವೋ ದೋಕ್ತ ಗೋಪಾಲನಂದನ ಪಾರ್ಥೋವತ್ಸ ಸುಧೀರ್ಭೋಕ್ತ ದುಗ್ಧಂ ಗೀತಾಮೃತ ಮಹತ್ ವಸುದೇವಸುತ ಕಂಸಚಾನೂರಮರ್ಧನ ದೇವಕೀ ಪರಮಂದ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ವಂದೇ ಜಗದ್ಗುರು ಭೀಷ್ಮ್ರೋಣತಟಾಜಯ್ರತಜಲ ಗಾಂಧಾರೀಲೋತ್ಪಲ ಶಲ್ಯಗ್ರಾಹವತೀ ಕೃಪೇನ ವಹನೀ ಕರ್ಣೇನ ವೇಲಾಕುಲ ಅಶ್ವತ್ಥಾಮಕರ್ಣಘೋರಮಕರ ದುರ್ಯೋಧನಾವರ್ತಿ ಸೋತೀರ್ಣ ಖಲು ಪಾಂಡವೈರನದೀ ಕೈವರ್ತಕ ಕೇಶವ ಪಾರಾಶರ್ಯವಚಸರೋಜಮಲಂ ಗೀತಾರ್ಥಗಂಡೋಟ್ಕಟಂ ನಾನಾಖ್ಯಾನಕೇಸರಂ ಹರಿಕಥಾ ಸಂಬೋಧನಾಬೋಧಿ ಲೋಕೆ ಸಜ್ಜನಷಟ್ಪದೈರಹರ ಪೇಪೀಯಮಾನ ಮುದಾ ಭೂಯಾತ್ಭಾರತಪಂಕಜಂ ಕಲಿಮಲ ಪ್ರಗ್ವಂಸಿ ನ್ರೇಯಸೆ ಮೂಕಂ ಕರೋತಿ ವಾಚಾಲಂ ಬಂಗುಂ ಲಂಘಯತೆ ಗಿರಿಂ ಯತ್ಕೃಪಾತಮಹಂ ವಂದೇ ಪರಮಾನಂದಮಾಧವಂ ಯಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾವರುಣೇಂದ್ರರುದ್ರಮರುತ ಸ್ತುನ್ವಂತಿ ದಿವ್ಯೈಸ್ತವೈ ವೇದೈಸ್ಸಾಂಗಪದಕ್ರಮೋಪನಿಷದೈ ಗಾಯಂತಿ ಯಂ ಸಾಮಗಾಧ್ಯಾನಾವಸ್ಥಿತದ್ಗತೇನ ಮನಸ ಪಶ್ಯಂತಿ ಯಂ ಯೋಗಿನ ಯಸ್ಯಾಂತಂ ನ ವಿದುಸ್ಸುರಾಸುರಗಣಾಯ ತಸ್ಮೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಕೃಷ್ಣಾಯ ಪರಮಾತ್ಮನೇ ನಮಃ ಪ್ರಣಾಮಸ ಎವ್ರಿವನ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಡೂಯಿಂಗ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ತರ್ಟೀನ್ ಶ್ಲೋಕ ನಂಬರ್ ಏಯ್ಟ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಸ್ಟಾರ್ಟೆಡ್ ವಿತ್ ದಿ ವ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಗೇವ್ ದೀಸ್ ವ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂಸ್ ಟು ಅರ್ಜುನ ಆಸ್ ಪ್ರಿಪರೇಟ್ರಿ steps for a for a sadhaka to attain this jnanam and bhagwan said 
अमादिवीम अहिंसाक्षातिराजव आचार्योपासन शौचम स्थर्यत्म विग्रह सो वी हेड सेट ऑफ ट्वेंटी वैल्यूज वर् गिवन इन दी श्लोका एंड इन दिस पर्टिकुलर श्लोका नंबर एट भगवान गेव नईन वैल्यूज एंड वी हेड सीन अमानिव अधम्व अमानिव बीइंग ह्यूमिलिटी अधम्व बीइंग सिंप्लिसिटी अहिंसा इज नॉट टू हर्ट एनीबडी शांति शांति वी सॉ दैट एस टू फॉर बियरेंस विच इज तीतिक्षा एंड एबिलिटी टू फर्गै फर्गिव सो शांति अमानित्व अधम्व अहिंसा शांति आर्जव आर्जव वी सॉ दैट टू बी अप्रेटनेस satyam being one of the subsets of sthairyam and then we saw acharya upasanam acharya upasanam is basically the guru seva so we had seen until there and we saw how guru seva is necessary for us to build chitta shuddhi to get the benefit of the words of guru the shastra to do karma yoga is essential and one of the karma yoga one of the karma or one of the duty of a shishya is to do guru seva and we saw the benefits as well so we had seen until this in the last class the next value that we have to take up is saucham saucham is the seventh value saucham means purity cleanliness and there are two types of saucham two types of cleanliness one is bahyam and the other one is antaram bahyam means external cleanliness and then antaram means internal cleanliness external cleanliness we are all aware the place we live the things we use to make sure that we we always wear only washed clothes and we actually uh, sweep our house the floors of the house we mop them we keep it clean and we also wash our body also we regularly take shower to clean our body from all the impurities so body clothes the things we use whatever we use we clean it so the house we live we paint it repaint it clean it all those things if we have a vehicle we clean the vehicle as well the car so to keep it clean is bahya saucham bahya saucham is important but people only restrict themselves only to bahya saucham they bother only about the outside cleanliness some people anything that can be seen by the others they are only worried about those things that's why when when we have some visitors or guests coming to our house we know that they are going to only be in the living room then we keep the living room cleaned up we do not bother about what are what is inside the other rooms because we know that they are not going to come into the other rooms so we only bother about what other people are able to see we typically work our mindset work like that because cleanliness when we talk about cleanliness it costs effort 
it costs time it costs sometimes money also for outside be keeping our house and the external things clean but more than the external cleanliness internal cleanliness is very important and here bhagwan is saying about both both forms of cleanliness but more so on the internal cleanliness and how how do we actually how do we ensure that we follow this cleanliness we need to have this awareness about cleanliness what why something should be kept clean if it is not kept clean then we will get some in- diseases we will we will have some issues with health we know that and that's why we want to keep our body and our things clean so the importance of being clean clean is has to be brought into our mind again and again when we talk about antara cleanliness antaram what are the cleanliness what are the internal things that we are talking about here there are three things that we need to be aware of one is our mind the mind has to be clean second the intellect what is intellect cleanliness of intellect we'll see that in a moment and then the memory so the mind intellect and memory all these three have to be kept clean all these three are part of sukshma shariram sukshma shariram for people who had already done the introduction to vedanta classes they had attended they would be able to relate sukshma shariram so we are talk there are three types of bodies we saw one is basically sthula shariram sukshma shariram and karana shariram the external cleanliness is about the sthula shariram and whatever we use then antara saucham is about sukshma sharira cleanliness which is in which includes the mind intellect and memory when we talk about mind when we talk about a clean mind what do we mean a clean mind is one which does not think ill of others which does not think ill of others which does not does not think bad about others does not give any kind of sharp to others that is called as clean mind when we talk about intellect intellect is about not having a sharp intellect not having a sharp intellect is not kind of is called as clean intellect a clean intellect means a constructive intellect a sharp mind if it actually works for destructive activities then it is not a antara saucham it doesn't have antara saucham here we are talking about a constructive intellect and then when it comes to memory memory we are talking about thinking only of good things if you hear something bad then to ensure that it doesn't go into the memory that is considered to be a clean memory a clean memory is one which does not have any kind of bad memories it only stores good things so this is this is the saucham that bhagwan is talking about uh, how can we get this antara saucham how can we build this antara saucham 
we saw uh, we saw initially there are 13 steps 13 different tips to actually get this follow these values one of them was pratipaksha bhavana pratipaksha bhavana means working on the opposite working on the opposite of the vice that we are talking about so when we talk about mind when we talk about a clean mind a clean mind is one which is devoid of all the six impurities the six major impurities and what are the six major impurities of the mind we know kama krodha loba moham madam matsaryam kama krodha loba moham madam matsaryam kama means basically the desire so overacious desire desire to anything that i want i want to have it i want to take it i want to that kind of i want that feeling so how that how do we actually work with that pratipaksha bhavana we have to build something on the opposite and the opposite of kama is vairagya so we will have to work on our vairagya dispassion so if we work on dispassion we will be able to reduce our kama then if we talk about krodha krodha is anger how do we work against anger so if i if i am a person who gets angry easily then i will have to work on building my patience so i should be looking to build shantihi so if, what should i do to build patience i will have to do which is what we had already seen then we saw lobham in titiksha we saw how to build patience so lobham lobham is basically greed and how do if i have this feeling that i want to hoard things if i have this general feeling of hoarding things then i will have to work on the pratipaksha bhavana which is dhanam charity i will have to force myself to donate things initially it will be difficult to part with things especially those that i consider to be mine but over a period of time when i work on this dhanam i will be able to overcome this feeling of lobham then we talk about moham moham is delusion delusion is basically giving something a value that is much higher than what it is actually worth for this moham is delusion it comes out of ignorance sometimes so this moham if i have to the pratipaksha bhavana is gnanam i will have to get an understanding of that knowledge behind it so moham is delusion delusion we will be seeing more about delusion uh, delusion as we go into bhagavad gita we will see where are the areas and where are the places where we have this delusion we will see them in detail there and how do i work over uh, how do i work against it i build gnanam and then matham matham is pride i am so and so i have this feeling i am so and so i am of this i i i work for this company i am in this position i live in this particular area i have this particular degree all those things or i am young the pratipaksha bhavana is humility vinayam 
so we'll have to work on vinayam building humility which we saw in adambitvam ana amanitvam and then matsaryam matsaryam is basically jealousy i'm jealous about somebody i may not be even aware of it so how do i overcome that i force myself to do praise stuti stutihi so i try to praise someone forcibly i force myself to praise that person in public or with others or to that person himself or herself over a period of time i'll be able to overcome jealousy so this is about how to overcome how to build this saucham antara saucham in other words generally our tendency is our gunas are tamo pradana gunas all these gunas kamakrodha lobha moha madamatsaryam are all tama pradana gunas from tama pradana gunas we will have to slowly move to raja pradana and from rajas to sattva so we will have to move from tamas to sattva through rajas and another way of actually building this saucham is as usual bhakti satsangam all these things will slowly bring a change in our mindset so this is how we build antara saucham so this was the seventh value that bhagavan gave saucham then we will go to the eighth one sthairyam sthairyam is steadfastness another name for this is basically dritihi steadfastness or dritihi being steadfast so being steadfast sthairyam having this kind of i i will do it i have this will power as you can call it as this having this steadfastness in for good things is good so if i want to actually say i want to do this sadhakana i want to wake up early and therefore i want to be steadfast in that having that is good so being steadfast and bhagavan talks about being steadfast where both for the sadhyam i want to as well as for the sadhana sadhyam meaning i want to ensure that i want i am steadfast that i want to achieve the goal of moksha having that steadfastness and being steadfast in the process of how to achieve moksha in the sadhanas that i have to follow both of them i need to be i need to have the sthairyam sometimes what happens is if the sadhanas are difficult or if the sadhanas if somehow i am not able to follow the sadhanas then what i do i change my sadhyam itself i change my goal itself so that should not happen so we'll have to be steadfast both in the sadhyam as well as sadhana so how do i so when bhagwan says here he says steadfastness towards moksha and how do i make sure that i am steadfast towards that goal first i have to understand what is my parama sadhyam what is my ultimate goal my ultimate goal is moksha but i am not going to get there immediately so i will have to split them into step by step 
ఐ హ్యావ్ టు షార్ట్ అండ్ మై సాధ్యమ్స్ ఐ హ్యావ్ టు గివ్ అ స్టెప్ బై స్టెప్ అండర్స్టాండింగ్ ఆఫ్ హౌ టు ఐ గెట్ దేర్ ఐ బ్రేక్ ఇట్ డౌన్ ఇన్ టు స్మాలర్ సాధ్యమ్స్ స్మాలర్ గోల్స్ జస్ట్ లైక్ somebody wants to become a ceo of a company you know or run a company at the age of you know fifth standard or primary school it's not possible to do it in the same immediately so that has to be broken right first they have to for clear primary school then secondary school then higher secondary or junior college and then into degree so there is a smaller goals to actually look for so in the same way we will have to break our goals paramagasadhyam into smaller goals and again when we are in this path i again remind you only for spiritual path only for these good things only for good goals we will face difficulties so we have to understand that we have to overcome that so how can we be steadfast how can we do it for being steadfast for for getting this steadfastness other values will help us other values like for example titiksha titiksha meaning forbearance patience we saw that titiksha only people with titiksha can can take real firm steps so we have to practice titiksha even when there is no trouble around us even when there is no difficulty that we are facing we will have to put ourselves in certain difficult situations to be able to practice titiksha so by titiksha we build this steadfastness the other one is vairagya vairagya is dispassion we saw see sometimes what happens is the sukha that we get this the the comfort that we are in will make us forget the lakshya or the goal suppose the goal is to actually wake up early and chant something every morning without fail then sometimes on nice air conditioned room or in the month of january december february if it is really cool and we are asleep we don't want to wake up so the sukham that we get the comfort that we get can make us forget the lakshya so we will have to have that vairagya and then get over that desire for comfort and then proceed with the goal proceed with our sadhanas see as i said i mean whenever we start something good or whenever we want to do something good initially there will be difficulties so god will also give us bhagwan will give us difficulties trouble and if we are able to overcome that bhagwan will give us sukham to test us he will give us comfort whether we are also falling for it we have to overcome that and then cross over to to get into this lakshya to get into to to be on the path of spirituality the best example is nachiketa example in katopanishad when nachiketa wanted to actually understand what is life after death when he went to meet yama yama raja yama dharma raja said he first offered him first he made him wait for 3 days yama dharma raja uh, wasn't available 
so nachiketa waited for 3 days without food or water outside the gates of his palace so there was difficulty and then he was still steadfast he still waited for yamadharma raja and when yamadharma raja came yamadharma raja offered him wealth he offered him wealth kingdom and he said why don't you just go back and live happily but nachiketa was very particular that he wanted to know what is life after death what is moksha and others and therefore he did not fall for it so in the same way bhagwan will test us with difficulties and also with sukham we will have to overcome that so for difficulties it is titiksha for sukham we'll have to overcome that with vairagya and of course the third one is mumokshutva the desire for satyam the ultimate goal mumoksham i have to have that keen desire for it and as long as i keep building my desire the steadfastness increases so that is why we need to build this mumokshutva of course the fourth one the last one is not getting disheartened by failure so we will be we will have this failure we may falter here and now we might get angry we might get uh, jealousy we might have all these problems but we will have to pick ourselves up and move forward we should not stay there or we should not get disheartened that this is not for me we should pick ourselves up and we have to tell ourselves how big my lakshya is how big my goal is obviously it is not going to be easy i am going to fail on the way but i will pick myself up and will proceed it doesn't matter as somebody said in every success may you be encouraged in every success may you be encouraged as in be encouraged do not take pride in it so in every success may you be encouraged in every failure may you be strengthened so we should we should build our strength from there we should not the failure should not bring despair failure should bring strength so that way we can build sthairyam so this is the eighth value amanitvam adambitvam ahimsa shanti arjavam acharyopasanam saucham sthairyam now the eighth one is atma vinigraha a ninth ninth one is last one is atma vinigraha in this shloka the last one is atma vinigraha atma vinigraha means the body mind this body mind complex that we have control on this body and mind atma here means body mind complex the body the sense organs and the mind atma in bhagavad gita comes in various places and in various places the atma takes a different meaning some places atma means paramatma some places atma means jeevatma some places atma means sukshma shariram some places atma means body so depending on the context the word has to be interpreted 
so that's why it is very important that bhagavad gita cannot be read on its own and understood it has to be through the teachings of the guru through from a parampara so in this case atma vinigraha means body mind complex control vinigraha means discipline control or we can say directed a well directed body mind see now in our body the sense organs that we have the five sense organs that we have they are called as karanam karanam meaning instruments the sense organs are the instruments for us to understand the world i see the world through my eyes so the color and the form of objects are gathered by the instrument called eye the sound that i that is around me is gathered through the instrument called ears so the sense organs are called as karanam or instruments and the sense organs are controlled by mind the mind is controlled by intellect the intellect is called as karta karta meaning doer or the owner here the controller karta my intellect tells me where i should see what i should hear where i should go so that is the karta the intellect just as you know a driver would want the car you know when uh, when you drive a car the driver would have would want the car to go to a particular place so the driver will direct the car where the car needs to go to similarly the intellect should drive the body and the sense organs the mind the intellect should drive the body mind and sense organ to why where it should need to go what it should hear what it should do and others so the intellect should control it when we say this especially in spirituality when we say the intellect should drive or control things some people will argue you know some people don't like the word control why should the you know um, why should we control things why should it not we let it things be as it is some will even say that you know bhagwan created this world or god created this world and all the sense organs he gave the sense organs for us to actually enjoy this world and therefore these should not be controlled we should just let the sense organs enjoy the world but what we fail to understand is ishvara has also given us that intellect ishvara has also given us that free will that intellect and free will has been given for a purpose and that purpose is to direct and discipline the sense organs it is about controlling the sense organs it is about disciplining the sense organs the intellect has been given for that purpose the problem for us is if we do not let that intellect control the body it gets attached it becomes kind of a slave for some of the comforts if it has been used to air conditioned environment always it cannot 
be away from you know in a in a slightly humid place for us even a short period of time the body body will crave for that comfort because the body has become slave to that comfort similarly the sense organs as well that the tongue that it 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 gets enslaved to certain taste the ears get slaved the nose gets enslaved the skin gets enslaved everything becomes slave of certain external situations and therefore whenever comforts reduce or whenever a situation change even the mind for that matter even the mind gets you know uh, attached to certain situations the mind likes certain situations the mind does not like certain situations the mind likes certain companies the mind does not like certain companies so whenever the situation changes or whenever their comforts reduce then immediately our mind goes through sorrow our mind goes through sorrow we are we are unable to take it there is a feeling of dukkham so that is why we should not get our body or sense organs enslaved we have to understand that the needs are different from wants what is need what is want right now each one have their own scale we have our own, every person have their own scale to actually determine what is a need what is a want but we'll have to reflect ourselves and say how much is the need is really a need or can i actually move it to my wants that is what everybody will have to reflect and take decision of their own the body we should understand should be given this basic needs healthy food is necessary and similarly for the sense organs samaha Uh, damaha is important the sense control is important similarly for mind samaha is important the mind control is important just as body is given some healthy food the sense organs should also be fed healthy stuff the mind should also be fed healthy stuff and just like the body's health is decided by what is consumed as food if i take too much of uh, oily stuff my body gets cholesterol if i take too much of sh- uh, sugar my body gets diabetes so just like my body's health is des- determined by what is consumed as food similarly my mind's health is con- decided by what is consumed by my senses for my mind for that body for that sukshma sharira for that subtle body the consumption come from various sense organs and what do i get as a result so just like diabetes or blood pressure or cholesterol or the issues that my physical body faces my mind will have health issues like greed anger pride all those things so those are the problems of the mind 
the sense organs have been given for a specific purpose bhagavan gave this sense organs for vyavaharika for vyavahara for transaction they have to be used for transaction they are also used for bhoga for enjoyment we everybody would like to have some tasty food everybody would like to have some kind of good music hear good music or everybody would like to see some good nature bhagwan says yes use it for vyavahara correctly use less for bhoga do not get attached to this bhoga do not do not think that the sense organs have been given only for the purpose of bhoga only for the purpose of enjoyment remember any organ that we use extensively loses its strength and power anything that we any everything has got a wear and tear and that is also true for sense organs that's why you say if you watch too much of television the eye gets problem so any sense organ if we use too much will have its wear and tear so sense organs have to be controlled to through control of sense organs is called as damaha so damaha so when we say atma vinigraha damaha is for sense control and then we have samaha samaha means the mind control remember the mind also gets disturbed as we interact with people the mind gets disturbed there are things that go into our mind with whatever we discuss and then what happens as we sit for meditation or as we sit for puja or we sit for prayer or we sit for shloka the mind wanders away the mind goes to think what we had discussed in the morning or what we discussed with the person yesterday the mind gets disturbed <coughs> when we sit for puja or meditation actually the, there is no interaction at all at that point of time but the mind seems to be working overtime in fact when we are physically working the mind might be not completely active because we will be focused on the work hopefully but if it is a work that is actually coming naturally to us the mind will also be working overtime even then but typically what we need to do is to sit idle if we sit idle for some time we can see that the mind is working overtime we can sign the mind getting wandering around and sometimes the mind actually feeds things to our mouth and the mouth mouth starts speaking to ourselves all these things happen sometimes you can remember if you remember probably many of you will have this experience also when we are in a shower we will probably think a lot more thoughts come into our mind because when we are shower is kind of an activity that is that we don't use need to apply our mind too much for so then the mind starts wandering and controlling that mind is called as shamaha and why does that happen because of chittam the memory that has been built whatever we have gathered in memory the chittam the mind will bring it back from the subconscious to the conscious mind and it starts exploring and it starts creating anxiety it starts creating fear it starts creating jealousy it starts creating anger it starts creating hatred all those feelings emotions come to our mind 
and our mind will start thinking about things that we do not want it to think that is another problem we do not have a full control of our mind and that's why control of mind is very important because if the mind controls us then we do not have any control of the thoughts that come into our mind so this control of mind is very important shamaha again we will be seeing more about shamaha in later section also how to control mind in fact there is a chapter also about meditation in bhagavad gita's chapter 6 we will see that in detail there also so the problem is for us body the body there body gets enslaved body gets it gets comfort in fact what has been luxury in earlier generation has become a need now electricity was was a luxury maybe about 60 70 years ago now it's a need in fact even air conditioning has become a need television um, refrigerator has all become a need now only a few generations back it was actually a luxury so we have we have made them as need now we will have to understand what is the our need what is our luxury for both body sense organs as well as the mind so how do we get how do we build this atma vidigraha how do we get this the first is tapaha tapas so tapas means to actually voluntarily not voluntarily actually avoiding certain stuff certain things or not using things which we are used to that is called as tapas or basically getting used to things not being available which we have already always taken for granted for example even we may have even in our in even within our house or we may have a favorite place we may have a favorite chair everywhere we will have a mine kind of a feeling <coughs> and if i don't go there if i don't sit there i i i don't feel comfortable so overcoming that voluntarily taking some difficulties is actually doing getting some difficulties is tapas and as a second one is damaha damaha means we sense control so in our case we will have to identify person to person we will have to understand which sense is the weakest for us where we get carried away easily is it that our mouth <clears throat> that we talk a lot or we gossip a lot is that something that we have to control is it my tongue it gets addicted to taste it is asking craving for my tasty food and others is it my eyes that it keeps wandering wherever it wants to go to is it my ears i am looking for actually hearing gossip hearing about other people where is my weak point what are my weak sense organs we will have to reflect on that and then take pratipaksha bhavana suppose gossip is my is my weakness then i will have to start looking to see if i can actually follow maunavrata so that i actually stop myself from speaking forget speaking gossip i don't speak at all that way i would be able to slowly reduce my gossip or 
not eating what i crave for so even if it is in front of me i stop myself so initially if there are if i have five pieces of it i will stop with two pieces and then later on i will not eat at all slowly reduce that craving and remember when we follow this it need not be publicized to others it is not for others to know it is for our own self it is our own self assessment this tapas need not be publicized i am actually doing maunavrata or i am actually stopping i have actually stopped eating sugar we need not publicize those things third one is samaha samaha visha samaha mind control one of the primary reasons for mind disturbance is basically our absence of vairagya wherever we have vairagya our mind will not get disturbed wherever i have ragadvesha my mind gets disturbed wherever there is an attachment wherever there is an hatred wherever there is a strong like wherever there is a strong dislike that is where my mind gets disturbed mind things of objects or people which it values the mind has its own value of th- certain things of certain people and it keeps bringing them back into our memory so the and that is where the moha comes wherever we have placed value much higher than what it deserves then it is called as delusion and mind is the cause for it if we do not if using our intellect we overpower the mind and say i do not value that i do not give any value to that person or that object or that thing or that situation then the mind will not think about it the problem for us is we give too much respect to people and situation around us we give too much respect to people as in if somebody actually ignores us if somebody actually criticizes us or if somebody speaks behind our back somebody ignores us that is the easiest one somebody ignores us we take to our heart we feel bad about it the reason is we are giving too much importance or to respect to that other person if we don't care about the other person we would not feel disturbed so this is the problem that the mind gives too much respect to people and situation and generally what happens is between raga and dvesha dvesha overpowers raga enemies come to our mind more often than our friends we think about them more often than our friends our friends we take for granted but about our our well wishers we take for granted so we don't think about them much but about our people them whom we don't like we think about them more often 
that's why we saw i mean i think sishupala and others were thinking about krishna more than even the bhaktas because sishupala and others were actually they despised krishna so they kept thinking about krishna more often and that's why they say that when you when you have when you do such thing even that will give you punya because you have thought about ishvara bhagwan so many times so much of times but then unfortunately our our people whom we don't like are not bhagwan so thinking about them will not give us any punya it will give us only mental disturbance so how do we do that how do i overcome thinking about people whom do whom i don't like whom i consider as my enemy thing is when is the biggest victory over our enemy if we think about it the biggest victory that we can have is when we don't think of them even for a minute because they are not worthy enough to be thought of and that is the time when we have actually won over them they doing um, creating problems for our life is not and we creating problems for them is not victory in return if we create problems for them then we cannot take it for victory in fact our mind will will not even accept because our mind will think that we have done less than what they have done it will never feel satisfied it will never feel happy it will never feel contented whatever we do that and whatever we do we will forget whatever they have done for us only we will remember so the mind will never be happy by saying that i am i have actually given back to them i have actually taken my vengeance on them that will never happen to go through that path to go through that route is foolishness the only way we can win over them is only when we think they are not worthy enough but what we do we do the opposite we keep thinking about them we keep bringing it back into our mind and my into our mind again and again and by doing so we do not give ourselves the freedom to do what we want we get trapped so having this feeling of not giving too much of respect to people and situation is important and by that we will be able to control our mind then the next one is dhyanam meditation meditation is an important sadhana for us to overcome this sometimes what happens is we may have this vairagya on this object but our mind keeps going back to it for example i might have actually overcome this uh, craving for say a particular sweet or an ice cream but my mind if it keeps going back and again and again it i i know that i will not eat it but my mind keeps thinking about it and how do i overcome that <clears throat> i do it i have to practice it uh, i'll have to i'll have to practice meditation why i am doing it because of the practice that habit that i have actually built on that <clears throat> 
so the mind keeps thinking again and again because of its ab- habit so there is something good there and bad there the mind keeping bringing back that thought again and again is good for good things for example if i am doing a vedanta vichara and i have studied something a concept in vedanta and my mind keeps thinking it bringing it back again and again is good because then i am actually reflecting on it i am actually able to understand the subject but if it is actually something bad and if my mind keeps bringing it back again and again then it will bring only sorrow so while vedanta vichara that abhyasa will bring me joy this thinking of persons whom i don't like or thinking of things that i don't want to have in my life that i want to have vairagya over thinking about them will only bring me sorrow so we have to practice to overcome that we'll have to practice meditation there are many types of meditation we had seen them in the introduction to vedanta itself there are four types of meditation we'll see again in the sixth chapter of gita also we'll talk about meditation there but basically dhyanam is about bringing the body and mind into stillness initially and to chant some nama one of the best way to overcome even the you know the mind wandering the mind gets wand as i said i mean when we are sitting idle or when we are in a shower or when we are doing something which is monotonous or regular or something that is very easy for us for example some cooking some ladies can cook Uh, thinking about so many things they can actually know how much they have put all those things so the mind keeps wandering and to stop the mind from wandering only in those days uh, they used to say chant the shlokas that you know um or do nama japa the best thing is to do nama japa if we keep doing nama japa then whenever we are idle whenever we are sitting we have nothing else to do Uh, instead of looking into the phone when you are able to do the nama japa or when we are walking when we are doing something mundane activity when we do nama japa we will be able to control our mind the mind has to be taught the mind has to go through its practice and that's where consistency becomes more important so s- practicing this consistently is important it is not that one day i sit for and then do a lakh japa and then the next day i don't do any japa at all for the next few months it doesn't help every day consistently we'll have to do japa every day consistently we'll have to do pra- prayer or uh, parayana those things meditation consistency is more important than intensity and we will have to give some separate time for mind just as we give separate time for our body for taking care of our body we wash our body every day we ensure that we put on uh, nice makeup we are giving the body the attention the time uh, for our hair for our face for our eyes for our ears we 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 give special attention for all these parts of the body similarly for the mind as well we'll have to give it some separate time some quality time and for that quality time is either in the form of dhyana meditation or in the form of nama japa or 
doing nama japa in a meditative pose and we will give enough reasons for ourselves to stop dhyanam also we will tell them initially we will sit and then we say okay my legs are paining i am not able to sit cross legged this or we can say the mind keeps wandering we will and then we say this dhyanam is not for me i am not fit for this dhyanam i will do something else that should not be the case as i said initially difficulties will be there we'll have to overcome that and as we practice we will be able to achieve the mind has to be maintained just like we maintain our car any objects that we use any objects any instruments that we use we maintain them whether it is our car or house anything that we have in our possession that we use regularly we maintain the same thing goes for mind as well mind is an extremely important instrument and therefore it needs to be maintained and when we are talking about the mind being calm the mind can be calm only if you have some other good values the mind can be calm only if it has shanti shanti we saw patience forbearance and forgiveness kshama the mind can be calm only if it has if it doesn't have matsaryam if only if it does only if it's got it's able to do dhanam only if it has got that vinayam otherwise when we have the mind superiority complex the mind will keep thinking high of itself the mind gets disturbed so by having good values automatically the mind gets calmer so building good values is important to calm the mind as well mind won't be calm if we have greed if we have jealousy if we have anger if we have hatred the mind will not be calm and typically if we have if we do not have a calm mind even sleep will be difficult and if by not having a proper sleep our physical body will also suffer so having a calm mind is very important and building the calm mind is mainly through having good values so having this is very important so with this we had come to the we have completed nine values so what are the nine values amanitvam adambitvam ahimsa shanti arjavam acharya upasanam shaucham sthairyam atma vinigraha so with that we have completed nine values in the next class we will take on shloka number 9 and we will see more values there any questions or comments if not okay we'll see again in the next class so yeah we learning the values but lot of times as you said that we become lazy or we get so used to comfort we don't do the so it is i don't know when i earlier i used to get up i had the energy but now it, it is the season or what i don't know i just can't get up and do the morning 
India and whatever I was doing so regularly earlier. So, how do we do that? Okay, it's very simple to say that control the mind, but it is not easy to do it. No, it is not easy. Well, we'll have to start small. Suppose if we have been waking up at 7.30 every day and then from tomorrow onwards, I should not take on saying that I'm going to wake up at 4.30 every day from tomorrow. That will not work. Next day, probably I might wake up at 4.30 after keeping an alarm. But then the very next day, I will falter. And then soon I will not even follow what I want to do. I might give up on things. So we have to understand where we stand and then take on some easy achievable targets. So if it is 7.30 today, tomorrow you should say, okay, I'm from tomorrow, I'm going to wake up from 7.15 or 7 o'clock. And then I will have to practice that for a few months. Then once I'm comfortable with 7, I should then move it to 6.15, Whatever works for me, I will have to take small steps. If I if I if you want to become jnani overnight, it will not happen. If I want to become if I want to control my mind overnight, it's not possible. Controlling the mind is very difficult. In fact, in Bhagavad even in Bhagavad Gita chapter six, Arjuna will say, Chanchalam hi manakritva. He will say, Bhagavan to Bhagavan, my mind is it's always in chanchala. I can even probably control the uh, it's very difficult to control and Bhagavan also will agree and accept he will say yeah it is very difficult to control and he will give some he will say only through Abhyasa and Vairagya you will be able to do it what is Abhyasa? practice and how do we practice? we take something we take achievable targets and then we try to follow them and we do not give up easily on that and then Vairagya. Vairagya is basically a dispassion to say, okay, I'm able to practice through tapas. We already gave some tips for it and then we'll have to apply those in our life. It is not easy. Definitely it's not easy. But it has, it can be practiced. People have done it and it can be done. Thank you. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishate Om Shanti 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 Swasti Prajabhya Paripala Yantam Nyayena Margena Mahimaishaha Go Brahmane Bioshubamastunityam Loka Samasta Sukino Bhavantu Hari Om Sri Gurdwar Hari Om Hari Om Hari Om